All right, guys, what's going on? This is Uche and Joku. Welcome to Sneaker Principal Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the next phase of my career. So I started off last time talking about how I became a New York City, New York City uh, teacher. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how on day one of my career, I was actually the dean of students, dean of discipline for a high school in the Bronx. That was day one as a teacher, as a New York teacher, as a New York City teaching fellow. Yeah, very interesting story. So uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and start this episode. And now he's been promoted. His job, principal. What's going on everyone? This is Uche and Joku, Sneaker Principal. And welcome to the Sneaker Principal Podcast. So, um, the last episode I spoke to you about um, my journey towards becoming a New York City principal. I'm not principal, I'm sorry, teacher. Of course, eventually becoming a principal, but teacher. Um, from Los Angeles, California to New York City and being a New York City teaching fellow in 2005 through 2007. It was a two-year commitment. Um, I also ended, ended the episode by telling you that... Um, I had two job offers after I, did, I, I kind of jumped into my job search. And um, uh, the job I ended up taking was the one in which I was offered to be the dean of students at a high school day one. Anyone who's familiar with New York City schools or even schools in general across the country, you're not a dean of anything the first day of school. However, my background in, in, uh, in the military um, and just, I think just my my presence and bearing um, gave the principal at the time of, of the school uh, the thought that I could be his dean. So, um, of course, I took the position, and um, there was a lot of hoopla within New York City Teaching Fellows about whether or not that was even a thing that could happen. But, um, you know, I had a cooperative principal who allowed me to teach and also um, kind of like learning on the job as far as running um, um, running school culture around discipline and behavior management and working with families and and also safety as well. So um, my first day um, at the high school, Discovery High School in the Bronx on the Walton campus, I was the dean. A lot of teachers, a lot of my colleagues didn't know this. Um, I think the principal at the time thought it would it makes more sense to not create any doubt or um, questioning of his decision-making process or of me as the dean. So um, I kind of tapped into what I knew, um, having just been a high school student uh, years back. And, um, and um, also, one of the bigger, the bigger issues on this particular campus were, were the gangs. And this is 2005, so a lot, of, a lot of the kids were talking about Bloods and Crips and then, then the various other gangs that were on campus, Bateria, DDP, all these various, and then various um, Latin Kings and various um, um, Blood and Crip sets all on the campus, something I was not familiar with. I'm coming from Los Angeles where wherever you go to school, um, at most you're going to find um, one gang, maybe two gangs. Definitely not, you're not going to find Bloods and Crips on the same campus. Very, very rare. At least not sharing the same community. Um, it's not that it's not possible, but if you're embedded in a particular community, that tends to be what it is, what, what is there. So going up in Inglewood, California, um, there was, which was primarily at that point in time a blood hood. 
you had Ingo family bloods and Queen Street bloods as well. And then, so they were both blood sets, you know, even though they, they'd have issues from time to time, it was still blood sets. Then you would have, um, then you had the Ingo 13, which was the, um, the, uh, Chicano, um, Spanish gang. So that's how it was. But, but to be on, be in New York and be in a building where there was such a plethora of gangs happening in the building. And then, um, and then a lot of the issues at that point in time were stemming around beefs and dramas and fights in those spaces. So here I am coming from LA, and what was interesting was, and I'll be honest with you, I was I was like, what did I just sign up for? You know, I thought maybe this was not a good idea to uh, have chosen this position my first year, my first day as a teacher, as an official teacher, to also be a dean. But um, what was interesting is, as I got to know students and I shared with them my story, I tell them from LA, a lot of kids, especially the gangs, gravitated to me, but they were like, you from LA? And they were asking me all these questions about gangs. And I was so shocked how knowledgeable they were about the different gangs in LA and around the country. Like It's like these kids were doing more work around gang culture than they were doing around algebra and geometry and English and social studies and U.S. history and all the subjects they had in school. Their focus was really about that street life. So I took that, I used that to my advantage, you know, um, really um, using my my apparent quote-unquote street cred to really foster trust and relationships with a lot of my students. And, um, and yeah, that I, I stayed at that school for, for, for two years. And it was funny because um, when I first arrived there, I think the year before, there were me pushing about a thousand individual points of like I mean, let me not go crazy. Not not about thousand. Let's say about eight hundred or so. I remember going through, and there were like about eight hundred points of of um, of uh, behavioral issues. So everything from classroom cutting and everything else. Um, I mean, it was I mean it was a lot, and it was a small school. You know, we were one of I believe four or five schools in the building, and I was like, "How are you going to have eight hundred plus like incidents?" And it was everything from the major to the most minor, but it was just eight hundred points of issues that happened the year before I got there. And um, in my first year, uh, just by relationships and talking to students and just doing the things that was just instinctual to me, um, I think we ended the year under. Uh, right about or under 400 points of issues. And you might think, oh, wow, still, that's a lot. And you're right, it is a lot. But to just see that shift of just how students were connecting with each other and the adults and myself was very important. And then my second year, they brought in another dean. So we both kind of like split the school. So I think, I believe I had the upper grades and she had the lower grades. We shared a classroom together. We turned it into like an office slash like, you know, model classroom. So if you had to do detentions or whatever the case may be, or kids had to be put out of class, it was all in that same room. And doing in that space, um, that year, you know, I think we we even further pushed down the numbers, you know. So we found ourselves dealing more with bigger issues, much more severe issues than the little smaller petty things that were happening here and there and cutting and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean that's, why, that's how I spent my first two years. And I was teaching still. My first year I taught... Conceptual physics, um, self-contained uh, special education classroom, and I taught. Um, I team taught. I team taught um, um, a living environment. I also taught living environment, which is biology for those of you who are not in New York. I also taught biology, a living environment, 
as a self-contained classroom as, as well. And, um, and and for those of you who are not familiar with self-contained, it's a, it's a special education designation where these particular students um, are, are in our smallest settings, no more than 12 students, with um, usually with myself or over the with the primary uh, special ed teacher and a um, para, or you might have, if it's high school, you might have the special ed teacher team teaching with a content teacher uh, for those students. And, um, and most schools right now in New York City don't really have um, self-contained in high schools, um, not, as, not as much as they did before, but that's what I did. And I did that for um, two years. And I think my, did that year one, year two, I still taught, I still taught a little bit of science, um, but then I was also allowed to create my own um, course in film. You know, I said, as I mentioned in my last video, I, I was a film major. You know, film, film and media studies. So I was allowed to kind of create my own film class, which is an elective art class. And the school, the high school itself, was an arts integrated school. So that was kind of cool. That I was able, I was given a leeway to create that particular course, and it was really a, a really fun course. Um, and um, that was my first two years. And then uh, at the end of my second year, the principal who hired me um, decided to leave uh, New York City schools and moved on to Greener Pastures. Um, and then dad brought in a brand new, dad brought in a new assistant principal who then was tapped to be a new principal. And, uh, be honest with you, he and I didn't really get along. Um, I think more like it's more so he didn't get along with me. Um, and, uh, he was definitely not pro the idea of me having been a, a dean coming into the school and he really emphasized why was why he believed it was very important that I, I was back in the classroom building my craft as a pedagogue and not a dean slash part-time teacher. So he was pretty much, he pretty much told me at the end of the year, next year you're going to come back and you, you're going to be teaching full-time. I don't need you as a dean. I need you to develop your skills as, as a teacher. And at that point in time, um, I decided that, you know what, I really love what I did as a dean and I felt like I made a huge impact in that space. So I ended up, um, transferring schools to another school, um, and and that that transfer was not one that I just kind of applied for. Um, it was one that was built off of a relationship that I had established my first year as a teacher, and um, I think I'm going to stop here. That story in itself is a very interesting story, especially when you talk about relationships. One of the things I learned early on in the DOE or just in education or any field that you're in, how important relationships are when you meet people and making a, a great first impression, maintaining contact with people and um, <clears throat> not being afraid to reach out to people when you need help. And that's what ended up happening. I did not want to be returned back to that school, my, my first school. And I reached out for help based on a relationship that I had established before my first day of teaching in, in my, in my first school. And um, I'm going to talk to you about that next. Um, and I, and uh, yeah, that's it for right now. I just wanted to share with you that, that next phase in my, of my journey of becoming a principal, of becoming an educator in New York City. And um, I think that's it for now. Um, stay tuned for the next episode. I'm going, actually, I'm going to try to, uh, to record as best as I can um, every day. Um, I have summertime. I have a little bit of time on my hands. Um, so I want to just jump on, record, and post it. And hopefully this is helpful for those of you out there. Those of you who are aspiring to be educators, teachers, 
those who are already teaching who want to move on to high positions, those of you who are aspiring to be assistant principals, I think it's very, it's very important that you see a journey. Um, mine was not a typical journey, but at the same time, mine was not, it's not a journey that is so unique that nobody can do. So I just want to share that with you. If you have any questions about, you know, just general questions about you know, the process of becoming a teacher or even moving, how to move and navigate the landscapes towards becoming something more than just a classroom teacher, you know, or even being a better classroom teacher, feel free to drop a message um, on on this uh, in the comments. Um, and also at the same time, I want to ask, you know, please subscribe, like, hit the notification bell. Um, let me know. Um, do that so you can find out what's going on. But also let me know um, uh, any questions you may have. I really want to be helpful. Um, I think there needs to be a bigger push for more teachers and more people who want to do this work and not just have this as a job because they can't find something else. Our kids deserve more. And uh, I hopefully and hopefully my stories are helpful to you and motivational to you as well. So uh, again, with that being said, thank you so much for your time today. And I'll see you and talk to you soon. All right. Be well. And now he's been promoted. His job, principal. Let's see.